Welcome back to another episode of Modern Multifamily. I'm your host, Mike Wilbur, and this is another episode contributing to our leasing season series. I had a great time getting to know Javi Perez. He has a very unique and compelling story about how he jumped into multifamily, specifically in the world of leasing before finding his way to the technology side of our industry. I found his advice to be actionable, but also inspiring. And he also shared some very cool career advice. This is a fun conversation for me and I hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. Well, Javi, I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today. And uh, I'd love to jump in right away with a story if you're okay with it. Yeah, of course. You've got a cool story about transitioning from almost 10 years at Starbucks into the world of leasing. And I'd love to start there today. Yeah. Uh, back in 2014, 2015, I was living in Florida and I got recruited to work in multifamily, which I didn't even know what that was at that time. And um, I took this leap of faith to go on this job offer that I had no idea how much money I was really going to be making in a city that for me at that time was huge and modern and um, didn't really know how I would fit into the picture. And sales consultant. Okay. Sounds like a sales job. So I took it and it really became something more than that. You know, it, it was a, a multi-million dollar renovation project. And um, my teammates were also coming from all over the country. And there was a really desire to contribute and have impact for positive change. And um, what I found really fulfilling in that role as a leasing agent is I became like cuts customer obsessed. Like anybody who walked into that leasing office, how do they feel? What are they looking at? You know, where, how far were they from work so that way they can have more hours in the day to live? It was really like, how can people feel like there's, there's something greater than themselves really happening, just like walking through that door? So in that, marketing became kind of my love and passion. And, you know, I, I tried the whole on-site thing. I tried to go like the tr- traditional path of like assistant and then like, you know, property manager, and I did it. And let me tell you, I went back to leasing because I did. Um, like in 2020, when I was like, I'm going to lease. This is going to be. I, this is where I'm happy. I, I love people. Um, and now I'm working at Reply, at a computer software company based out of Atlanta, and I'm loving it. And um, listened to your podcast the other day with Andrew from American Landmark, and. It just got me reminiscing and like all emotional and I reached out, sent you a message and here we are. <laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm really happy to have you on today. I think that's a fun story to start. And right now as a business, but also personally, we're investing in really telling stories about the power of the leasing role. And uh, part of that's to empower the next generation of multifamily leasers to understand how they can do it the best, but also for folks like you who have found a fast way into a, you know, a fast moving career, being able to tell the power that a career in multifamily can have for them. And Javi, I'd love to start off with just some of the um, learnings you've had being successful as a leasing agent, spanning into property management and actually jumping back into leasing. You talked about things like relationships, building trust and storytelling. I would love some stream of consciousness from you on what you've learned uh, to work best and, and what insight and wisdom you have for others who are aspiring to do well in the category as well. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes we want something and we want it tomorrow. And the reality is like things take time. And just think about that for a second. 
it's not just your job that sometimes you need to pause and reflect and, and really see like some things just need to happen in the right time when you're at the right place for the right reason. And I think when you're on the on-site level, there's this expectation, again, like I referenced, of this specific you know, trajectory, almost like your mom and dad are telling you what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life. And that's not the case. If you focus on what you really love, like me, I love engaging. I love talking to people, finding about what they really love. That's something that we do or did, I should say, in leasing every single day. And I really leveraged the resources that I had around me. And first and foremost, like CRM management is everything when it comes to like the leasing professional. I remember when I was working at Sequoia, you know, we always talked about like, follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. Well, that's documenting the conversation as you go. In some ways, that's the storytelling that you can share with your leaders of what's really happening on the on-site level. And the more that I kind of became like super specific and just really making sure that everything that I learned is on a computer screen so that way other people can see this information is accessible, then I'm helping my team and setting them up for success. So I think like that that's something that, at that point in time in my career, I didn't realize the value of it, but especially now working at a computer software company and looking back was very much part of my initial success. And I think the other thing that I'll say is your, is your team. You know, your team is essentially part of your success and being able to identify your own personal branding as you go through your own professional journey. It allows you to be confident in who you are. It allows you to be confident in what you're expressing. And you're also like inspiring others because of what you're able to do. But you always got to remember, there's somebody there that helped you get there. And our industry is really small too. So you got to make sure that, you know, you're, you're setting yourself up for success by being authentic, genuine, and building the right relationships with your, with your peers. I love that. One of the things that I... Uh talk about a lot, but I also think about it a lot because it gives me confidence is that uh, most of us are making it up as we go. When it comes to work, we're learning on the fly and we're just trying. And I've personally uh, reaped the benefits of really leaning into mentors to make sure that I can you know, learn from their mistakes and apply their successes towards my career and hit the fast button. And it sounds like mentors have played a big role for you in, in yeah growing in your career, but also finding, you know, real success, not just getting through your career. I'd love to hear about what the importance of mentorship has looked like in your career, but specifically as a rock star leasing agent. Yeah, that's something I could definitely speak to. Like, so on site, we had like a daily traffic report. That's where you filled out all this information. And, and that's really where I, as a leasing agent, was able to understand like what my opportunity was to close a sale on some level, because as soon as I documented that visit, I would follow up and then kind of gather that feedback and then be able to think about my other experiences that I'm having with um, maybe other prospects in order to help close that lead. And when I, when I think about now where I'm at and working with um, you know, vendors and you know, marketing executives, you know how can I use that skill set in order to build that relationship now? And a mentor is a really great thing in that moment because it's, it's uncharted territory. So you don't really know like what that looks like coming from an onsite level, but you know, as a customer success agent, 
you know, something that we're responsible for is as soon as, you know, a, cl- a client onboards and we're nurturing that relationship, we're finding opportunities to build value in what we do. And that's where I leaned into my mentor. You know, um, my mentor, Justin at Sequoia, he was the one that taught me very on early when I was a leasing agent, how to, you know, manage my, my sales pipeline on some level. And then now being with a different type of customer, but it's a similar approach. Um, I started creating, you know, my version of the success plan and how I thought from my leasing days, how it's transferable now. And then also through my experiences. So like bouncing off ideas is something really good um, in a mentorship that gives you that confidence and that trust to get to the other side. I love it. That makes a ton of sense on the, on the podcast. Last time I had Andrew, who you listened to that episode and he talked a lot about like product knowledge being one of the things he's leaned on to find success. And you were talking about just like understanding the, the area, like being an expert in in the area that you're leasing. I'm curious whether it's that one or other more like brass tacks, tips, recommendations, ways you can stand out to create the best possible experience for a prospect. What are some of the learnings you've had? I'm sure there's more than a couple. Yeah, I think I'm the type of person that I always want to have a response, even if I don't know the answer, but I'm not always necessarily comfortable with not knowing the answer. So some of the ways that I've done that uh, to overcome that is, you know, documenting you know crm management is one of the greatest resources that you know a leasing agent or even a customer success agent can have because it's the storytelling that you can create for yourself it's an easy way to create have something so complex and you know deliver uh, with more simplicity Um, and it's a great way to evaluate performance in that relationship timeline and you know i've used one side i've used yardy I've used Appfolio, um, I've used Knock, and you know every system is a little bit different, but what remains the same is that it's a true resource, a one source of truth for you to come back to um, and come up with like an action plan. So um, that's really what got me into where I'm at today is that curiosity of like, okay, if I put this down on a CR, like, you know, as a task follow-up, how does that translate into how my prospect at that time on site, how, how can I put something there that I know is going to connect me when I give a call to that person? So there's like no context like left, you know, um, outside of the, the situation. What happens now too, you know, like if I make a promise to one of my uh, marketing executives, I need to make sure that I'm picking up that story right as I'm going back to them. So for me, CRM and CRM management is everything. So that's music to my ears because I'm in the CRM business in addition to a couple other products. And I'm also a B2B salesperson. So in my day job, CRM is very important to me as we grow revenue responsibly at Rent Dynamics. I think what you're saying makes you a unicorn and that a lot of times people don't do the table stakes of their roles, which is CRM management, keeping their house in order and having one version of the truth when it comes to data and the state of the customer whether that's a prospect or an existing customer, or in this case, resident. In your experience, am I out of line or, or do you, have you found that that's something that helped you stand out because you embraced technology, leaned into it, and Javi had clean data, which you know corporate cared about? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, 
who doesn't like to be in the know, right? And I think that's why it's important to document that. But when I think about, I didn't, I didn't know this level of information when I worked on site, to be honest with you, and the importance of this information, because I wasn't at that point a digital marketer, really, I wasn't. And I didn't understand how digital, you know, behavior, uh, user behavior really, you know, to understand the context of all that, it's really driven by operational teams. So if leasing agents put all that information as much as possible into a CRM tool, then we can work together, marketing and operations to understand, you know, what source is really driving more qualified leads to the, the, the community. You know, and not just that, it's just we get to really target our audience. And then when you build out like sister properties, you know, as you know, property mansions kind of like expand in a new, you know, um, region or, or market, it, you have so much value in what you're providing as you go. Um, and it makes it just more fun because you're, you're truly obsessing about like, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean? How can I get more information? How can I... Ca- how can I make sure that everybody understands that, you know, X amount of information? So, yeah, it, may, it sets you apart, but no, not everybody does it. And I think what's really important is when you're building relationships, um, you're going to have some tough conversations. Like, how many times as leasing agents do we say, well, the pricing is too much, you know, like the rent's too much? Well, is that really the story? You know, we need to dig a little bit deeper into understanding, like, what it is, like, you know, what other, you know, traffic are, are we receiving? And like, what are we hearing from those sources? Um, you know, what are our competitors doing? Do they have a special? Do they not? Like, are we doing our market surveys? Are we understanding that what we're, you know, offering to a renter? Is it aligned with what's documented in our CRM? And is that what we're seeing digitally as well? So if you can connect those dots as a leasing agent, you're going to kill it. In, in my world, when you can understand a customer, like what about the product they like? What about the product yeah. they don't like? It helps you know how to position a product perfectly yeah. in a sale. And oftentimes in our industry, marketing says we have all these amazing amenities. We have this, this, this virtual golf simulator and we have all these things that, that people don't actually use. What they actually care about is their walk score to their apartment. They care right. if it's noisy. They care. And I'm just curious if being on site and learning the residents, did that ever have an impact on being able to be a great salesperson to your partner? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So it just took me back to one example. Like again, when you're trying to fill an apartment or a building, you know, you really have to capture that in moment feedback to understand as they're going through the spaces, like, you know, what are they responding to? Read the body language, you know, like where are they looking at? If they like lift up their face and like they're sniffing a little bit, then you're kind of understanding that too, you know, like those kind of movements. And, you know, I know that I worked with the marketing team and creating like a tour script with specific stopping points. So that way we can capture kind of like that feedback as you're moving along. Um, so like, that's one way that you really got to know someone. And that was like before their resident. Now, one thing we've been as a resident, you know, resident events, how many people actually show up to those? Not many. So you had to find a way to like get them engaged. And, you know, um, at that point I was using active building and active building when a resident moves in, they create a profile and then there's um, interest. 
So from there, I started creating content like posts and videos based on those interests. I went out into the immediate neighborhood and I visited bars and I went to restaurants and I went to parks. I took photos, I took videos and I brought that back and just like kind of like nurtured that feeling where it's really is kind of like the immediate surrounding of that neighborhood. So that way there's a, a running dialogue that is staying up there with our residents. And that's where the value is created. And that's where the engagement, and that's where you got your five-star review on Google. So, um, you know, it's how can we find ways to show someone that lives there? Hey, I see you. I hear you. This is you. you I got you. We got, you know, we're going to provide this for you. And then making them, you know, like they're your ambassador. And um, it should come naturally if you're really doing it while having fun um, and you're finding ways to incorporate your team and that action. Um, something that I, I shared recently was, you know, at one of the properties, the hot, outside hot tub, and we kept on getting maintenance requests like, uh, it's empty or it's too cold. And when we found out what was happening is that somebody was leaving the jets on overnight so the water would evaporate. So I got one of my maintenance guys. I'm like, hey, let's record a video of like of the to do and the not to do. And it was just like on the iPhone, like super, you know, quick. And then we posted it on active building and people like comments and notes. And I wish I had the metric right now of like how, what the exact one was, but literally we're getting a, uh, every, after every weekend, every Monday, we would have to refill that hot tub. We went a month without having to refill. Wow. It worked. Yeah. So it works. So it's just, you know, you have to find creative ways to um, connect and, you know, think about your personal lives, you know, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever it may be like when things get tough, you can't just like overlook it and keep on going. You have to really find ways to like find that right solution. And as leasing agents, that's what you're always doing. So, um, yeah, you have to know your people and you have to find ways to like love what you're doing at the same time. I love that. So as we were prepping for the recording earlier today, Javi, you said something that I wrote down and I'm curious if you want to like shed some context on it and I'll, I'll read it really quick. You said that you want to help people realize the totality of possibilities that you can realize in multifamily. Yeah. And I'm curious if there's anything specific you want to share there as it's related to your career, your learnings, wisdom, or advice for folks that are listening. Yeah, I think, um, we all have something uniquely to offer. And I think the more we lean into our own personal branding, the more we can um, be confident in, in how we express ourselves. Um, and, you know, technology has changed our world, you know, in so many different ways. And we hear of new innovations that are happening, you know, in, across all industries, but specifically in multifamily, this is what I'll say. I think we're doing a lot of things well. I think we can be doing a lot of things, you know, a lot better. And I think we can definitely um, look from outside the industry of other leaders and trying to integrate that into our own operations. And what I mean by that, um, you know, as a customer success rep right now with the multifamily, there's different like business acumen and, and like frameworks that aren't necessarily part of the traditional multifamily vertical, but there's an opportunity to use what, you know, somebody else is doing testing in what your current process is and seeing what the results are. And ultimately that's what marketing is, right? We're constantly trying to find new ways to reach our target audience 
and get that um, kind of like that advocacy of like, hey, I'm going to keep on doing this. I'm going to keep on living here. I'm going to keep on using this product. And if you keep your mind open to something that is outside of your immediate environment, um, I think you're able to um, really see that there's more than just working on site. And there's definitely a lot of things out there that you can have um, great impact on. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. This is your story, not mine. And before we wrap up today, I'm curious if you feel like we did a good job of hitting the notes that were important to you. Are there any other components you want to make sure we, we hit on? Yeah, I think, um, I think what's always important is find someone that you trust that you can express your story and use them as a mentor. Mentorship is super important. Um, you know, it, it's a sanity check of, you know, where you're feeling, where you're at. And with a good mentor, they'll guide you um, into potentially how you can move forward. Um, I also think another thing to think about is always be wanting to learn, find ways to um, get information that you can't get, you know, on your own, like go through that journey, go through that process, because in the relationships that you'll create as you keep on going in your career, it's not always going to be easy. People will push back at you. And then some people may not even know what they're talking about. And you got to teach them how to say it, but you got to know how to say it the right way. Um, so that's probably the second thing. And the third thing, um, last thing is that your team is everything. You know, if you find a way to inspire others that you work with, um, to be their best, and then you focus on each other's strengths, then the weaknesses, they may matter, but it's not going to be the focus. It's like, what can we do to get from here to up here? And um, in that, you're providing feedback as you go. There's trust that's being created. You're in a you know, creative space too. Um, so trust is created. So those are my three kind of like takeaways that I would give. You hit a home run with the last one, man. That was awesome. I love that. So a uh, curveball question for you. And this is the last one for, for the day. Uh, do you have any questions for me? Uh, we're in the same industry. We'd never connected before today. And uh, any curveballs or, or straight shots for me before we wrap up? Huh, that's a good one. Um, you know, I've been following your podcast for a while now. And I just know that when I need kind of a sense of, inspiration or when I know that I'm kind of in this process in my mind of like, what is next in my career? Um, your podcast has been kind of a source of that for me. And I think like for my question now and, and, and you, where you're at in your career and kind of like where you want to go to next, similar to kind of what we talked about on this podcast, like what are some things that you do holistically in order to kind of get to that next level? Um, whether it is like inspiration or processes or specific practices, but I am kind of curious because I'm also learning to kind of see how I develop myself. Yeah. I love that question. I'm going to write down the three things I want to share really quick. So I was like pretty intentional once I joined the industry and and sort of just saw an opportunity to build a career that was going to help me ultimately go up pretty quickly because it is a smaller industry like we've talked about. And I'd say there are three things for me. I'll, I'll use three since you did as well, Javi, that I've really doubled down on and been intentional about over the last number of years that have really created some significant tailwinds for me personally. 
I think the first is mentorship. So similar to you, been very intentional to shoot my shot and ask people to mentor me. People that have been in the chair that I aspire to be in, managers that left a, a radical mark on me. And I've also acknowledged that mentors can come and go in seasons. I have I have gone through mentors as my career has changed. The, the right mentors to surround myself with when I was in my first director role are very different now that I'm a in an executive position owning multiple organizations for rent dynamics. And that's okay. And so mentorship's been phenomenal. And it's really helped me appear to be someone who's really smart and really capable, even though I'm simply learning from other people's mistakes. When you were doing this, what did you do? What didn't work? Cool. I won't do it. And I think that's the the power of mentorship. I'd say the the second thing for me is is the reason we got to connect, which is investing in my network. I, I am always trying to connect with people and with, with zero ego attached to it. doesn't matter if you're a customer, a future customer, a partner, or someone that just seems interesting. I try to shoot my shot a lot when it comes to my network, engage often, engage frequently, take conversations offline. And whether it's LinkedIn itself or the value of a network more broadly, uh, building a network, uh, I believe will be the, the thing I will hang my career hat on when, whenever my career comes to a close. And I think that's something that we can all do. It doesn't require a skill, but many people just choose not to do it. And I think it becomes your superpower if you do it right. And what I want to be remembered for is being a great team member. And I'd say I've spent the most amount of calories on trying to build highly functioning teams and doing so in a way that I hope everyone on my team becomes better than me so that one of them takes my job and really believing that at that point, the next opportunity will be there for me. But that's what I want to be known for. But I think that that should probably be my number one, but the importance of team just cannot be underscored enough. Yeah, definitely resonates with me. And um, thanks for sharing. And I think there's, there's one thing that I want to say real quick is when I was still on site, we were having a lot of turnover with managers and one new manager came in and the first question that I had is, what is the advice you can give me? And I meant it like I wanted to build rapport with her as well, but she's like, well, Javi, instead of using I, let's go ahead and start using we. And she meant it in a good way, but I'm going to tell you, ever since that day, I've intentionally tried to do that in everything that I say, even in like resident and client communication, we are here for you. We're here to, you know, et cetera. Like it is important. So what you're saying there at the end is like, makes me all soft inside. And um, it is important for all of us to remember, like there's a lot going on in, in our day to day, but we got to be humans through it all. And we got to support each other. So, so yeah, I like that. I agree. Well, hey, Javi, you were an awesome guest today. I'm going to plan on including your LinkedIn in the show notes in case anyone wants to reach out to you to shoot their shot with you. And uh, thank you a ton for committing the time and hopping on today. All right. Cool. Thank you.